Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. All right, brothers, this is Jack Frost and Seven Witches, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Turn it up! Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast, home of all things hard rock and heavy metal. I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. Now, let's get things started with the Talking Metal theme song, written by Rob Halford, Metal Mike, and Roy Z. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. Our theme music there is done by Sean Baker. You can buy that track on iTunes. It's called Which Way to Radio Land. We got Jack Frost from Seven Witches on the show today, and I'm going to keep the, the talk to a minimum, being that Mitch LaFon and I talked for like an hour on the last episode, and uh, we also had Joel Hoekstra talking with us on the last episode. So let's keep the the, the Mark Striegel rambling to a minimum here on today's episode. We're going to uh, hear a song I love. This is called Alien Frequency by Big Elf. It features Mike Portnoy on drums. I wish I wrote this song. It's so good. Here it is. Big Elf. What if you could be Jamaica? What would you have? Fantasy is 
by Big Elf. Go buy that on iTunes. Let's get into our Jack Frost stuff. Uh, the new record, of course, by Seven Witches, the man led by Jack Frost, is out now. And during the interview, I may be referring to it as not being out yet. That's because we recorded this interview a number of weeks back. Um, but I wanted to get it out today because today is the release date for Way of the Wicked by Seven Witches. And again, uh, Jack Frost joining me here on Talking Metal, a great guy, and there is a video out, Better Days, which we will link through today's show notes, and let's let's listen to a little of Better Days before we get into the interview with Jack. Here is brand new Seven Witches on Talking Metal, Better Days.
Hey, this is Mark Striegel of Talking Metal, and calling in on the line, we have Jack Frost of Seven Witches. How are you, Jack? Hey, man. How are you doing, dude? Good, man. Good. You know, we uh, we saw each other at that metal show. I was working on the, the last season, and you were there and did a, a stump the trunk question, and we're hanging out. And then I, I saw you, but I, I couldn't. You were, like, in a different section, but I think I saw you, and tell me if I'm right or wrong on this at Def Leppard you were at the Def Leppard show uh yeah I definitely was uh, at PNC with Def Leppard and uh Tesla and uh Sticks. yep yeah 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 it was a good show I enjoyed should it should have threw something at me dude we've been friends forever you should have threw something yeah. at me yeah, you know, I was I was kind of up front, and it was like it, I saw you walking like a ways off in the distance, and I was like, oh, there's there's Jack Frost. So there you go. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the great new record, which I just listened to, and it, it sounds really good, man. It's coming out September 18th, The Way of the Wicked by Seven Witches. Let's talk about this. How? Let's get into the actual songwriting process uh, the, and the recording process, starting with songwriting. How, how do you guys go about composing songs? Are, are numerous people involved in the songwriting process? Um, no, not at first. I, I usually sit home in my studio and I just, you know, I just write what, I, what comes up in my head. You know, um, I'm always writing, and um, I go, you know, I'll write a song. And, oh, this is cool. This might be cool for witches. This might be cool for something else. There's no real, like, um, chemistry, like, how we do it. Like, I, I have to be honest with you, with having Johnny Kelly on drums now, I think I lean towards more of a rock feel, which I love because, you know, as this record came out, it's definitely got a different vibe than a lot of the older witches stuff. It's not so, like, metal, metal. But, you know, don't get me wrong. I love my history and I love all that stuff. But I think... I kind of went back to like that seventies kind of riff, like where, man, you heard bad company and like you heard white things. Those riffs were just so memorable. And I think that's where it kind of happened on this record. And then I'll send a lot of the ideas, like 
with the drum machine to Johnny, and he'll be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, th- th- that's a weird beat, and then he'll, he'll like, change it, and we'll go back and forth, and then Ronnie, my bass player, will, like, get a vibe, and then my singer Anthony will hear what we're doing, and, oh, I got a great idea for this. I got a song that'll fit perfectly. So, you know, I basically write, like, I guess 75% of the structure of, like, you know, this is – I don't even know where the chorus or the verse is really going to be. I kind of just, like, send it to them and see what they feel, you know. And I really think I've been listening to a lot of uh, Motley Crue, Motley Crue with John Karabi nice. and a lot of the old Badlands records. And I think that's what kind of, like, kind of went back. I kind of went back to my roots, to be honest with you. Very good, very good. And did you work with the pr- actual producer on the record? Yeah, this, this guy named Jack Frost, he's like a pain-in-the-ass producer. <laughs> no, basically, dude, I have the most amazing HD Pro Tools studio at my house, and I kind of did it all myself. Um, you know, of course, Joey Vera is my, my, my brother for 20 years. He mixed a record and mastered it, but this is the first record that I did soup to nuts. I produced it. I engineered the whole thing except the drums. We went to my, my friend Jeff's studio, Canyon Music and Tom's River. We did the drums there because we can't do drums in the house. Right. And we did it all there. But basically, I did everything myself, like engineering, um, editing, I, all the guitars. I did in my home studio, all the bass, all the vocals. And then I sent it to Joey, and Joey said to me, listen, dude, I'm so busy with Saint and Faith, I don't have time to kind of edit stuff and everything, just send me to finish where the songs are and I'll put it together on a mix. So I'm pretty psyched that I was able to do this all by myself. Right, right. Cool. And and you mentioned Joey Vera, who you have a long history with. Can you, for the Talking Metal listeners who might not know, I know he's actually been, been in Seven Witches, but can you go into that history with a little more detail and just uh, explain how you got to know him and some of the work that you've done with Joey through the years? Well, my first band for us, we opened up for Fates back in the day. And, you know, I talked to Joey after the show a couple of times. It just became, you know, like talking friends. It was just kind of like, okay, man, it's good to see you again. And, you know, I was a big fan of Fates, and I always will be, and I'll always be a fan of Saint. And what happened was, over the years, it's pretty funny. When I got the Sabotage gig, I heard that Fates Warning was going to be um, the supporting band on the tour. So I'm like a little kid in a, in a candy store. I get the sabotage cake first of all, and then Fate 20, one of my favorite bands, is opening up for us on the tour. Right. So basically, our opening show was in Virginia, and nobody told Joey that I was in the band yet. And Joey and all those guys were like, what are you doing here? I said, oh, I'm checking for sabotage. And he goes, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, they had no, he had no idea. So he sees me at sound check, and he goes, where's the other guitar player? Where's Al? And I go, oh, I, I don't know. I don't think he's here yet. And then they played, and then we went on, and he goes, you son of a bitch. He goes, <laughs> right. you're in the band. Right. And, like, you know, we became really close on that tour, and we hung out a lot, and we talked. And I go, man, I'd love to get you to mix one of the Witches records. And he came out to Jersey, and we mixed it. I go, it would be funny if you played bass someday in the band. And then our bass player couldn't do the tour, and <laughs> we did the Annihilator tour, and then he did the next record. And, dude, it just kind of went on to, like, the guy is, like, one of my dearest friends of all times. And, like, you know, when Saint plays around, we share, you know, they come here. They always use our gear. It's just it's just crazy how it turned out. He did a bunch of my solo record stuff. And, you know, Gonzo played drums on some of it. It's just, 
it's funny how we became so close. And Joey took me under his wing and taught me a lot about engineering and producing. So, you know, and we've been friends forever. Dude, I stay at his house. I, I basically baby, you know, babysat his house a bunch of times with him and his wife when away on vacation. So that's how close we became. Wow. Wow. Good stuff. Good stuff. Seems like a really yeah, nice so, guy. I got to meet him at the, uh, that metal show uh, taping when he was in town. And, and yeah, he stays busy with a lot of stuff. So seems like a good friend to have. Him and Bush, you know, it's funny. And like, I played with Belladonna. I played guitar with Joey. And then, you know, when Joey went back to Anthrax, Sarah was playing in Anthrax when Frankie couldn't do certain things. Right, right, It's right. just crazy how we all just kind of like a big family, you know? Right on. Definitely. Do you hear from Joey Belladonna much? Dude, still one of my closest friends. Yeah, we talk all the time. And we're, he's he was so good to me, dude. Like, and, and, I mean... And, you know, the other band that Joey's got with uh, Scott, that Soul Mother thing, you know, they, they came around and their guitar player used my amp and, and Scott used my guitar tech for the show. It's just, you know, it's just a really cool vibe, dude. It's Yeah, we're all, we're all, <laughs> it's crazy. There's no, there's no, I'm better than you, you're better than me, we're just family, you know? Right, right on. Now you you've done so much work, you know, going back to all the way back to the the you know mid '90s, really, or early '90s even in in the music business. But you know, you never have, have broken through to that like superstar status. And I can imagine that you know you you probably make a decent living off your music, but you know you're you're not driving around in limos and stuff. What what keeps you you know so devoted to music as an art form and as a career it's a whim dude it's my it's 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 a part of me and you know what i have to say i guess being in sabotage got me to that i hate to say where it started i never picked up the guitar because i want to you know to be i mean you know everybody wants like the same in the fortune but i really picked it up because i just love music so much dude and i'm such a big fan of like bands and i still buy everyone's records even my friends like I go out and buy their records. Like, I mean, I just love music. I mean, I, I, I am one of the most fortunate guys out there because I'm not Ingve and I'm not Doug Aldridge. But when I get a gig, I'll learn the stuff to the best of my ability. And you know what, dude? I got more fortune than having a Lamborghini or a mansion. I get to play music that I've always loved. Dude, I got to join a band growing up called the Mountain King and, like, the kind of power of the night. That was, and then play it, play like with Belladonna and, and even Lizzie Borden. These are songs that just are timeless to me. So I got my fame and fortune, trust me, in other ways. And you know what? I, I give it back now because I, I, uh, I'm a music director at School of Rock in Somerville. Okay. I love teaching the kids. And you know what? I still am fortunate enough to get to go out there and tour and make records and play with my friends, you know? So I am one of the luckiest cats out there for sure. School of Rock. Uh, yeah, I actually have had my kids going to the one in in Chatham, New Jersey. So it seems it seems I like hear they're really nice owners there. Oh, cool! It seems like a great organization. And and what do you actually do there as a music director? Are you giving lessons? Or are you just kind of overseeing the business? What what no, does that I, involve? I run shows. I run the house band, like the, the, the kids that are really like the best players. We do all the shows on weekends. I I teach a lot. I teach guitar, bass, and vocals. Um, I even run a pro tool school sometimes there when we do camps over the summer. So it, it's really cool. And 
I love it, man. It, it's so much. And I have a, I, I actually run one-on-one too, which is like the seven to like 12 year olds. Like I get to, you know, cause I'm a dad. So it's really cool for me. I, Dude, like I said, Mark, I, I'm very lucky. I'm so friggin' lucky. It's not funny. So, how old are your kids? Have they shown uh, interest in music at all? My son's ten, and my daughter's twenty-one. Uh, my son's totally into hockey, and oh, okay. you know what? That's cool. He loves it. That's what he wants to do. That's also my daughter's more into tattoos and all that stuff. So, um, not to say this the bad way. I, I hope my kid goes the other direction. I hope he stays in sports and stuff. Music is a hard business. And it's getting harder now. When me and you grew up, dude, the eighties were like to be a rock star was like the shit. Today it's like we're fighting just to like put food on the table, but we all still love it. So I just right. want him to do whatever he wants to do, you know? When you look over the Seven Witches catalog, specifically that that part of your career, what albums stand out? as some of your favorites uh, obviously probably the new one but besides that what what other ones really jump out as some of your favorites i mean i i think passage was a big thing for us because you know joey was in the band and rivera like we got the, we were the first record with james and this is when sanctuary was really behind us and that was a really big thing but you know uh second war in heaven the first record we ever did is which is with bobby lucas is is timeless because it was the first time we went to like a huge studio in Germany and we stayed over there and recorded with Ziggy Bem. So, you know, the first record and definitely Passage and for sure, you know, I gotta be honest, the record I did with Techio, like Amp Deadly Sins. Was what? Deadly Sins. Well, we, we the, our first record with, with Alan was with Amp, but okay. Deadly Sin is where we totally grew as a band. I love that record. Fans were a little bit not into it because it was so heavy and dark and you know Alan, dude. Alan's Alan. He's just got this voice that is him. And either you love Alan or you don't. And me, I love the records I made with Alan. I just love him. I love him. I mean, yeah. Dude, every record has a moment for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I'm a big fan of uh, Alan's voice, too. And, uh, you know, I wanted I, to. I heard that. I heard you guys jam together before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we definitely have done some playing together. What is your your current relationship with him? You know, you I guess the last thing musically I think you did with him was Deadly Sins. Uh, what happened with with your working relationship with Alan Tecchio? We're like brothers. He just dude, he got like a really great job now, and he was my friend. Like seriously, he came to me and said, "Listen, I can't commit to tour because we our last thing we did we went out with Saint, and it was awesome, dude. We played all over with Saint, and Alan was just like." I just can't leave my family. He's like right. a big time, like real estate guy now. Yeah, right. right. And you know, uh, he came over a couple months ago, and he he's doing some other records here and there. And I he came to my studio and tracked vocals. Dude, we're 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 so close. He's such a man because he came to me as a friend and said, "You need to find a guy that can commit. Right. I can't commit. How many people have the balls to be honest and not you know? Well, dude, I'll get back to you." That's a that's a man. That's a man. That's my that's my friendship with Alan. How's that? Right on. Sounds great. Sounds great. Well, you have a lot of great friends, and you know that's always important in in the music business. So uh, let's talk about touring. Will Seven Witches be going out on the road to support the uh, the album, The Way of the Wicked? We sure will. I mean, we just did a few shows with Saxon and Saint, which were awesome, man. The record wasn't even out yet, and 
it was a good warm-up for, for us. You know, now the thing is I'm going out with Circle to Circle. Johnny's going out with Danzig. They're going on a big tour right now. And Ronnie just joined Bonfire, so he's going to be in Europe. So October's going to be a little shaky for us. But come November and December, we're really going to hit it, try to hit it hard, look for a tour. And it's good because, you know, the video's doing really well. Uh, the label's really happy with the record. You know, we got 5,000 views of our, our video. We never got that in, like, two weeks. And, dude, Shipster is awesome. Yeah. And Munzee's working the record, so we're definitely going to get out there. We're, we're you know, in the – you know, Don Jameson's a good friend. He loved the record, and he did the liner note inside. Oh, nice. You know, yeah, it was cool, man. It's like, it's a big family, dude. It's a big family. We're definitely going to get out there. Cool. Well, I can't wait to see you guys live. And again, for the listeners, the album is called The Way of the Wicked, and it will be released soon. Definitely support Jack, yep. support Seven Witches, yep. and go out and buy the physical copy or download it on iTunes legally. Jack, thanks so much for uh, checking in with us. And we, like we were saying before the interview, we got to hang out, maybe go out to dinner or grab some lunch dude, at some definitely. point. We, Mark, we have so many mutual friends. And, dude, I got to say something to you, and this is not like ground nerves of anybody. Thank you for doing what you do, man, because you know what? You're a guy that works hard and you never gave up. Like, look, you, like you just told me, you're going to, you know, like you're going to do an interview next with, you know, the Queensryche guys. Whip is like a dear friend, and like I'm gonna go see them play because I support them. I'm gonna buy their new record, and I, I you know, I've been friends with Eddie Jackson forever too. So you are the real deal, and people should know that. You know, you're not making a million dollars doing this, dude. This is a labor of love, and hopefully, um, you know, Eddie and Donald somehow maybe get me to play on the metal show someday, which would be cool because I would love to do it. And yeah, man, you need to get up on that uh, that stage and be the, the in-studio guitar player for sure. If I if they yeah, ask I yeah, would, if they ask me back for another season, I will definitely push that. I mean, I think that would be... Well, dude, if they ask me, I would love to do it, and, you know, it would be fun. It's, it's not about money, dude. It's about we're all, we're all family. We're all Jersey guys, and, you know, it's funny. It's crazy. But thank yeah. you again for your time, brother. Thanks, Jack.
just heard was the song dreams by seven witches out now on itunes go download that song go buy the album on amazon go to talking metal first talkingmetal.com. use our links to get over to amazon and go make that purchase you can also support the podcast with a, a paypal donation on talkingmetal.com or buy a t-shirt t-shirt in the merch section big thanks to jack frost for joining us here today I like that guy. It's been far too long since he's been on Talking Metal. Years. So glad to have him back. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's about it. I appreciate you joining us here on Talking Metal. We'll talk to you next time. This is The Gray by California Breed featuring Glenn Hughes and Jason Bonham. I'll see you if you happen to be listening to this show on, on Friday, the day I post it. I'll see you tomorrow. At, I'll see you tonight at Robert Plant in the city. I'll see you tomorrow and Sunday at the Food Truck and Rock Carnival. Um, got kind of a crazy weekend with in-laws in town and my wife's doing a play, so I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to manage everything that I have on my, my calendar this uh, this weekend, but we'll, we'll make it work, right? Cool. Maybe I'll be there with my father-in-law. Maybe I'll bring the kids. Who knows, all right? All right. Food Truck and Rock Carnival. See you there, guys. Clark, New Jersey. This is The Gray by California Breed.
But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader.